Welcome to episode 31 of the Two Average Guys Sport Podcast. Just a couple average dudes talking about sports. No form of planning experience, no form of management experience, literally two average guys. My name is Sam. Above me, to the left of me, to the right of me, audio version of me, co-host here, Espen. Espen, how are we doing today, man? We're doing pretty good. Uh, uh, it's cold out today, isn't it? It's not. Come on, man. Yeah, it's... Come on. It's what, like, like 50? Snowing. It's like, oh, it's 50. It's a, fi- What? We need, we, no, we need, we need snow on the ground. It's just we December need, without snow, just, we need December 30s. without snow on the ground depresses me. We, we need 20s and 30s. This is what, this is why I hate living in Virginia. It does not get cold. Dude, you live in Kansas most of the year. I mean, literally it's 30 degrees. Uh, it's actually like below zero a lot of the times. So, it, I mean, okay. you could. I wish Virginia up below zero. Remember that snowstorm we had like four years ago when we got 40 inches of snow? That was nice. That was, was awesome. But we have a great episode for you guys today. NFL news, um, including a little Wednesday night football recap. Uh, weird enough to say that. Mac action, a.k.a. Um, college football, college basketball. Uh, a little bit of other sport news, not much. NBA happening. Some soccer games this weekend, not much. And then our picks of the week, as always, shall, shall we go ahead and get started into this? We shall get started. Let's go. Awesome. Wednesday night football recap, a.k.a. the Trace McSorley show. Who cares about what – I don't even know what teams played it. I just remember Trace McSorley being on the field. I was like, this is, like, this is it. Like, my life is actually complete now because I saw this guy play. People talk about Michael Jordan. People talk about Aaron Rodgers. People talk about Barry Bonds. People talk about Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Those guys don't matter when you have Trace McSorley. This guy's the GOAT. Yeah. We saw Trace McSorley in person in high school. Think about that. I mean, that just made me feel old. I don't know why, but that was just like, that was like almost seven years ago. Weird. Yeah, I mean, he old. was local local guy from Nova, Briarwoods High School. Shout out to him. Uh, he almost made it a game. Baltimore. He did make it Pittsburgh. a game. He did make it a game. Uh, maybe the weirdest game I think I've ever. I turned on the TV at three forty-five yesterday on a Wednesday <laughs> afternoon, and there was NFL football on. It was incredibly weird. Um, I, I, I said during the game, you know what? I would not be mad if this is, becomes a regular thing. I know it will never happen, but no, you know, I, I really, I don't mind take, it. But... it. It might be a hot take, but I don't mind it. You know, I got home. From work yesterday, and like the last thing I want to do, you know, I want to drink a beer. Like, that's what I want to do. I mean, what else am I supposed yeah. to do? And you turn on football, like Wednesday afternoon. Who cares? Yeah, and it's perfect for for us. Like, I mean, it, it finishes at almost like seven o'clock, so I mean, it doesn't even finish late here on the East Coast. So can't complain. Yeah, it's so nice. But uh, yeah, Trace McSorley, um, he did have a touchdown pass, no interceptions. Obviously, you know, Marquise Brown made the play, but. Um, Shout out to RG3 for getting injured again. You know, that's nothing new. I mean, I thought he, I thought he got benched. He, he no, no. Yeah, he did. He got, I think it was his hamstring. Yeah, I saw the hamstring play, but I, I, he came back in. I guess they benched him because of the injury. But um, also, we got we to gotta talk about how I went. It, this game was supposed to, because NBC had the rights to the game because it was supposed to be on Thanksgiving last week. And it got bumped because of a Christmas tree lighting. So Christmas tree, Literally. Got, prime, Christmas tree got prime time on NBC where this game had to be in the day that's just i think that's hysterical i really do think it's funny they had you know they had dolly parton and all those people up on stage and they they moved a football game who averaged probably if i had to guess 
more than 15 million viewers and they moved it for a Christmas tree lighting. Honestly, you could have a football game take place at three in the morning on a Thursday. I think people would tune in. That's just how no big way. it is. Yeah. No way. I mean, that's like okay. what they did. If, there, if there's a Cowboys game live at 3 a.m., you are watching it. I guarantee you. Yes, I'm watching it, but not like everyone's watching. You're not going to find a, you know, a, a Seattle Seahawks fan or um, the Alaska Anchorages fans, you know, watching. Um, it's just not a thing. Also, speaking of Seattle, we'll shout out. I looked at our uh, – our kind of regional breakdown of who's listening. Uh, Seattle is actually the second most popular place we have listeners. So shout out to you, Seattle. Seattle, nice. We love we love you up there uh, in the North Pacific Northwest. Go ahead. But yeah, I mean, crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy stuff. Um, also, a little note of that too. Uh, I said yeah, this earlier in the Christmas. year. I said I said this early in the year. We could have a shot at getting a game one every single day of the week this year, and we are going to get that just that because. Week 16, the Vikings and Saints will play on Christmas Day, which falls on a Friday this year. Mm-hmm. So that means we will have a game played on we every single schedule. day. complete the schedule. We got the sweep. We got the whole week. Uh, awesome stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, what's the other headline you got for uh, NFL News? Um, well, I just want to throw this in there. Roger Goodell is absolutely having the time of his life, knowing that there is an NFL game on every day of the week. This man could not have planned it better. Speaking of Roger Goodell, the man comes out, makes a very strange, not necessarily strange, but a very weird comment, I think, due to the times. He thinks the NFL does not need a COVID bubble. And I think this is weird because you look at the NBA, successful, MLS, successful, the Women's Soccer League, successful, baseball, somewhat successful. And the NFL is just like, no, we don't need a bubble. But in the meantime, players are testing positive left and right. I kind of, I kind of get where he's coming from because with NFL teams, I would say I'm just estimating here. You probably have what over a hundred people associated with each team, players, coaches, training, um, whatever personnel. Whatever. I would say between 85 and a hundred. You're, you're there. Yeah, so yeah. So let's just ballpark hundred. And then there's 14 teams that are making the playoffs. That's 1400 people plus the refs. And like, Whoa. if you want to have potential fans at the stadiums in the bubble, that's like, I mean, that is so much more. There's so many more people than the NBA and the MLB playoffs and NHL bubbles. But, but look at this, right? And here, here's why I think it's an argument that can be made. Look what the MLB did. Okay. And then the wild card, excuse me. I, what's the wild card round or the divisional round? I think it was the divisional round. They played in four separate stadiums. Why doesn't the NFL do Dallas, Houston, and then Miami, and Tampa, Tampa or yeah right so you break that up okay and then the conference championships games okay and Dallas are in Houston and vice versa and Miami are in Tampa and then the Super Bowl's in Tampa like normal I really think you know both of those stadiums seem to have a limited capacity of fans and I think it is doable yeah, I'm, I'm not anti – I'm not against it at all. I just think it would be logistically a lot harder for the NFL to pull off a bubble. Plus, two, another – just maybe a little personal preference. I don't want playoff games in, in domes and in hot weather. I want some cold-ass playoff well, games. Obviously, I'm just being yes. selfish, yes. But, I mean, let's – yeah, you know, right? Let's get the Green Bay Packers Stadium in Chicago, and then let's get the Kansas New England City. Patriots in Buffalo. No, yeah. we're not. We're not talking Kansas City. We're going up north, man. We're going to the places where like no team wants to play in the winter, unless you're a home team there. Oh my God! Imagine, imagine if every game was like at Green Bay, at Lambeau. 
like negative right. ten, negative ten degrees every day. So and Green Bay and Buffalo, it snows like all the time, right? Like so, just imagine. And Soldier Field is not an easy place to play. I mean, no. kickers. I, I, you know, I would like to say it's, you know, obviously the Bears have terrible kickers, but their stadium is the hardest to kick in with the wind. And then, you know, you look at the Patriots stadium, well, that's difficult because it's so freaking cold out. Yeah, um, it should be interesting to see how the playoffs kind of shake out here. Uh, you know, it's, it's Goodell. He's, he's, it seems like he's always going to say the wrong thing no matter what. So he, he yeah. just, I think he's just at a loss with the fans and the players. He just, he's a loser no matter what he says. So. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you there. Um, you know, transitioning from NFL news to the NFL games of the week. After a long, long week finally ended yesterday um, or two days ago, we do have games this week. No Thursday night football due to the Ravens. Ravens were supposed to play the Cowboys. That got moved. We'll get back to that. Um, so screw the Ravens for that because I'd be watching football tonight. Um, Sunday, early birds. Uh, Saints at Falcons. Definitely an interesting game. Saints coming off, you know, they have a seven or eight game winning streak now. Taysom Hill's at quarterback. Falcons, really inconsistent team. Finally dominated last week who you got um let's see they played there two weeks ago i picked the falcons got that wrong they haven't looked great with Taysom hill i mean they beat, i don't count last week as a good great win you beat a quarterbackless broncos team yeah. um falcons screw me over just about every single week they actually got me a win last week i don't I still think they're bad, but the Saints are just – it feels like they're about to lose. I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons here in an upset again. I think you're actually right as well. I, I said before this, I think we're going to have a lot of different games. This was one of the games where I was going to pick the Falcons. Um, like you said, the Saints, the last couple of weeks, they haven't looked impressive on offense. Their defense is carrying them. Falcons, in the meantime, if they have a couple explosive plays, I think it turns out well. Tell us about the next one. So the next one – Get out of here with this comment. Should have been moved to Sunday Night Football. Oh, I think. You're telling me – we're going to get back to this in a minute. But Broncos at Chiefs on Sunday night? The Broncos don't even have a quarterback until literally four days ago? You're telling me that they should be on Sunday Night Football? Yeah, I mean, I. it's weird the Chiefs were on Sunday Night Football 10 days ago against the Raiders, too. Like, kind of, kind of weird how this was this, – out of all the Chiefs games, like the Chiefs could have gotten Sunday night against the Bucks, the Saints, I mean, whoever. But going into this game – Probably the game of the week on paper, two eight and three teams, Cleveland traveling mm-hmm. to Tennessee. Um, it's the powerful running backs game, you got to say. I mean, you got two mm-hmm. great running backs in Cleveland with Kareem Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb going up against Derrick Henry, who just gets better as the season goes on. So, who are you picking here for this one? I got the Titans, man. Um, you know, the Browns have looked really, really sloppy the last few weeks. I know they beat Jacksonville last week. It's not like they blew the team out. Uh, especially with the guy, um, you know, Mike Lennon there. Give me the Titans. I think this should be Sunday night football, but the Browns are impressive as well. Yeah, um, so far, uh, going to go two for two on the same picks. I'm going to pick the Titans as well. Uh, you, you do have the luxury of being nine games up still. I have to pick some different games. I just don't think the Browns are going to go into Tennessee and beat them. I think Tennessee is going to lock up the three seed when it's all said and done in the AFC. I think they're 11 and 5, 12 and 14 this year. Give me Tennessee. Give me Derrick Henry. They're looking good. Yeah, they do. They definitely do look good. Um, was their last game? No, their last game was against Colts. I was thinking it was against the Ravens. Um, yeah, impressive game. Next game, Lions at Bears. 
Very interesting, man. We, we've talked about it all season. The Lions are just so inconsistent. I mean, they really are. You know, the Bears are coming off of a five-game losing streak now, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, five games. Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy is calling out the players. The players are calling out the coach and staff. Give me the Bears. I think they're going to be playing pissed. I got Mitchell Trubisky here. This is almost my Hail Mary pick of the week. Actually, no, I have another Hail Mary pick. Uh, I, I have a couple Hail, Hail Mary picks as well. Um, just this is a coin flip for me. So since you picked this one first, uh, I'm going to go Detroit. Uh, Detroit screwed me over on Thanksgiving. But, you know, Matthew Stafford, maybe he'll do something. They got rid of Patricia. Maybe they win in their first game under their mm-hmm. interim head coach. Who knows? I need to pick up games badly. I There's no way. I'm just going to tell you right now that we're not having four four different games this week. I have to pick different on a lot of games out of no choice because I have no choice. But <laughs> terrible NFC North matchup going into kind of a meh AFC matchup, Cincinnati at Miami. Uh, this one's not too difficult for me. Uh, I think Patrick's still there. I uh, give me the Dolphins being Cincinnati. Yeah, I got the Dolphins here. The Bengals, they just didn't look ex- they didn't look explosive last week. Um, seemed to struggle on offense. The Giants obviously don't have an incredible offense as well, so – I think the Bengals look okay on defense. Give me the Dolphins here. Dolphins, man, they got you. Got to keep an eye out on them. Yeah, I think they're they can be a sneaky team in the playoffs. A team that can maybe upset somebody on the road. Um, let's yeah, see. Sure. Pick, yeah, you pick the next one. Yeah, Jags yeah, yeah, yeah. Jags at Vikings. Jags. Um, Mike Lennon starting again. I have the Vikings here. There's not much to say about them. They look good. They get beat by the Cowboys. They look good again. So we'll see what happens. Give me Minnesota. You, you're smirking. Are you going to go upset here? Hail Mary pick. What? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. The losing streak comes to an end. The upset of the week. Wow. Jack, part of it's I, – I just – I mean, they lost 10 straight. they got to win at some point. They, they've been close in a lot of games recently. Mike Glennon, the the, the ear, the Q-tip he, the he is, uh, that he looks like. Uh, Glennon, I don't know if Minshew's still out. Is he still out? I don't care. Jacksonville, I just think, pulls off an upset. I really hope I'm right about this one. This is a stupid pick, I know, but I'm going to pick it anyway. Go, Jacksonville. That's all right. That's interesting for sure. Give us the AFC South matchup. Yeah, so uh, Indianapolis at Houston – yeah, this is this is kind of a tough one. Houston seems like they they've looked they have looked better recently. Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. can't really count them out, but they are losing their top wide receiver in Will Fuller, which is why I'm going to be picking the Indianapolis Colts to win here. Colts great defense, they have a great run game, um, and Deshaun Watson just he, just get him out of Houston, get him on a good team. He deserves better, so I'm picking the Colts. I know now. I have to look at the Texans' schedule. Now I'm like thinking to myself because I was originally going to go with the Texans. They've won the last two. I mean, how much has Will Fuller really made a difference? Oh, yeah. Six, six receptions, 171 yards. <laughs> uh, this is going to be my Hail Mary pick. I really didn't think the Texans had a chance here. Oh, see, he didn't do that great. Give me the Texans. Give me the Texans. Wow, interesting. They're going to screw me over, watch. Next one, Raiders at Jets. You always talk about this. West Coast, the East Coast matchup. I think this is the Hail Mary pick. You're is kidding it? me. I think it is. <laughs> I don't know. No, we, don't I don't know. Give yourself. me the Jets. Give me the Jets. <laughs> You're crazy. Give me the freaking Jets. Oh, I no just way. shot myself in the foot. I mean, we I don't just... have 
you, you, so you're locking that in. That is your pick. You're picking the New York Jets actually to win a football game. Ah, oh, wait, hold on. Let me see their schedule. All right, they I'm put just, up 28 I'm... against the Chargers, 27 against the Pats, but they only put up three against the Dolphins. Oh. I'm, I'll make it easy on you. I'm picking the Raiders. Uh, yes, it's west to east coast, but the Raiders have lost two in a row. Uh, here's the thing. The Raiders got absolutely blown out to the Falcons. They're not bad enough that they're going to lose to the Jets in two straight weeks. I don't know why I'm lobbying for you to pick the Raiders because I am. But, hey, if you want to go for the Jets and, and give absolutely me the, shoot. Uh, give me the Raiders. No, dang it. Oh. You lobbied me, man. You literally said no. <laughs> you did that to yourself. Oh, I really wanted to pick the Jets, though. I really, I still think they have a chance. I do, too. I think it'll be a close game. Uh, I still think they're going to 0 16, though. I just don't think they're going to win a game this year. We'll see. Best, best um, or worst 0 16 team in NFL history. I mean, there haven't been that many, have there? It's just been the Lions. There's been right? the, the Lions and the Browns. Ooh. I mean, the Lions were so bad. This Jesse, yeah. I would say the Browns are probably the best 0-16 team. Um, going into uh, this one, NFC matchup. The Giants, who have looked decent in the last couple games, go, traveling to Seattle. Seattle hasn't looked great as of late, but I think Seattle does pick up the win here. And Russ, please do something for fantasy for me. Please, dear God, can you do something? Are you in playoffs yet? No, this is the last week. So my league right now, just a little little side note, uh, I'm in a three-way tie for first place. And the top two spots in the division get to go to the playoffs. So three teams at seven and five. And I play a seven and five team. Oy vey. Who's our quarterback? How about this? How about this? I started six and oh, and now I'm seven and five. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> well, Russell I mean, start out as MVP candidate. Yeah, and then you, it doesn't happen. You lose George Kittle and uh, you lose uh, Chris Carson for like half the season. So, whatever. True. Uh, who do you got? Giants I got Seattle. Seattle here. Give me the birds. Giants, they're good, but they're not great. Um, I think this is close, though. I, I, you know, we'll get back to that later about the spread, but I think that Seahawks win in a close one. Um, next one Rams at Cardinals. Rams, once again, interesting team, man. They really are. Um, Cardinals, it just seems like when they're on, they're on. But when they're not on, man, they are not on. And I I really I, – I'm struggling to pick this one. See, they, they haven't even played this season yet. That's the problem. Yeah. If, sometimes with these division matchups, it's kind of easier to pick the second go-around because you think, like, like so how evenly matched these teams are. Yeah, but you're you're going first to pick this one, pal. So I'm just, I know. What? Give me, I mean, give me the Cardinals. I don't know. How I feel about that. It's just, I could see the Rams winning. I could see the Cardinals winning. You you well, don't like that. I, you, you wanted the Rams. Are you one of the Cardinals? I, I wanted the Cardinals, but I'm gonna go Rams. Uh, I think they get back on the they get back on the winning wagon. Air, Is that I, what I'm you tell yourself? <laughs> What? Oh, uh, well, they've lost a couple in a row. They have to win at some point. I want to see Arizona's schedule because they're six and five now. Uh, they actually don't have a worse look. At, I think Arizona will go like nine and seven probably. Um, yeah. But yeah, give me the Rams uh, just to just to pick somebody different. Um, going into our next one here, uh, four twenty-five kickoff. Patriots at Chargers, East to West Coast trip. I guess I guess they're gaining time zones. Never mind. Yeah, um, I was gonna say that's not hurting anyone. Yeah, that's gaining. Um, 
Justin Herbert's been he has he's been pretty solid this year. The Chargers though are so bad. Give me a New England. I hate to yeah. say it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick the Patriots. Yeah, I got the Patriots here. Um, you know, I, I, I the Chargers don't scare me necessarily. They're just they're banged up in a few places. Bill Belichick obviously knows what he's doing. I mean, this is no different than you know regular quarterback and Justin Herbert. Mobile-ish, not super mobile, but at the same time can spin the ball. Give me the Pats. Definitely a close game to watch, though. Next one, Eagles at Packers. You know, on paper, it looks like a good game. Realistically, Eagles just look so terrible. You know, part of it, Carson Wentz doesn't have an offensive line. Second of all, I don't know why the Eagles started Alshon Jeffrey over Travis Fulgham. I just think right now Fulgham is the better move. Um, give me the Packers here. They don't have a great defense, so I think this game could be a shootout. I, I, I thought it would be a shootout on Monday night, and I was very wrong about that. Um, give me the Packers as well. Uh, Rodgers, you know. He's going to Roger, right? Yeah, he's just going to be uh, – Is it? would you say it's safe to say it's a two-man race, the MVP now, Mahomes and Rodgers? Um. You know, I, I think you really do have to throw Wilson in there. And I, I say this because, you know, we talk about MVP's most valuable player. If if Wilson wasn't on the Seahawks and they had an average quarterback, they're not good. Yeah. Like, I, they're, they're a very average team. They have weapons, which obviously is great. But I don't think that they would be more than a five-win team. Well, you could maybe do the same with – Green Bay. I mean, I don't think if you have an average quarterback for Green Bay, I think they're maybe a nine and seven team. And I guess where it is different with the Chiefs, I feel like if you had, God, let's let's throw who's an average. Let's let's throw like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo on the Chiefs, just an average quarterback. No, I, I think Jimmy think Garoppolo is good. I think take a guy that's very similar to Mahomes. Um, you know, I know you're not gonna like this one, but Deshaun Watson or Dak, right? Like they're mobile-ish. They can run. They have big arms. I think those are probably close. I think if you put a guy like Deshaun Watson, who's probably the most resemblance in a sense, I think the Chiefs would probably go nine and seven, maybe ten and six. Oh, I think they would be a twelve-one team. I think they would you still think be so? with Deshaun Watson or Dak. I think with those weapons, I would say yeah. But yeah, I going back to the game. Packers win. I don't really think it's that close. Eagles just suck. Yeah. Um, Going into the Sunday night game, like we said. A terrible uh, Sunday night game. Just throwing that in there. I mean, this this one's uh, – God, this one might might scare me a little bit. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, we it, The Chiefs beat the Broncos the first game this year, 43-16. to 16. Um, this, The Chiefs they haven't looked great too. the last – Yeah, they did. Um, give me the Chiefs, of course. Uh, I think the Chiefs win, like, 38-23. to 23. It's it's comfortable, but it's not like a blowout if that makes any sense. So yeah, give me the Chiefs. It ain't much but a dollar. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it really isn't much. Monday afternoon game, Washington football team at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh obviously coming off of a very short week. Washington, you know, they've had time since. I'm actually a little conflicted here. I am too. I think this is a Hail Mary pick. God damn it. This is going to be my Hail Mary pick. This is your Hail Mary? (laughs) Yes, this is my Hail Mary. God. Uh, Yeah, I have Washington. They have the number one pass defense in the league. They have four very good up front rushers. Um, 
Ben Roethlisberger is releasing the ball very quickly this year, but I mean, Steelers haven't looked fabulous against these teams that they should you know, beat the hell out of. Um, obviously the Cowboys, uh, the Eagles was a pretty close game. The Ravens have Washington here. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared to pick that. I'm a little like, I don't know. <laughs> I will say, I, I will say, at least you're not being a boring, safe dude being up nine games. You're, you're still throwing some. Uh, oh, hell yeah. You, you think, oh. I would have done Please. the same if I was in your position. I would have. You think I the same. right I, now, okay, we're in the Washington, D.C. area. But if I wore a Chiefs mask, people would just be like, you're a bandwagon. I'd be like, no, I'm not. I know Mahomes. He was picked number 10 in the 2017 or 2018 draft. Yeah. Um, so. I was going to throw uh, – this was going to be my Hail Mary pick, too, and I'm probably just going to stick with uh, – actually, no, I'm going to pick the Pittsburgh Steelers. So. Oh. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah, little, this is – A little reverse psychology, maybe. I was working – maybe I was always going to pick the Steelers. I was gonna, oh. Uh, we didn't see that I'm one gonna go, coming. I'm going to go Steelers. This is not the week they lose. That'll be next week at Buffalo. Uh, Pittsburgh gets to 12 and 0. So, yeah. Uh, but the then next one. Moving into the – Moving into the Monday night game, so our Steelers getting two straight weekday day games. Uh, Bills and Niners. Niners are getting healthy. I, the, I don't know about the Niners. I picked them as an upset last week. I don't know if they get two upsets in a row. Oh, Josh Allen's good. Buffalo's good. I think I'm going to play it safe here and pick Buffalo. Yeah, I got to pick Buffalo here too. Um, you know, divisional games, it seems to be much easier to pick a very big upset. Um, you know, you see the, you see the team twice a year, you know, their style. Give me, give me Buffalo here. And then to the Tuesday evening game, Cowboys at Ravens. I'm so tempted to pick my Cowboys, man. We just haven't looked impressive though. I, I don't trust the play con. Uh, give me the Ravens, but had the play call and been better last week, I think I right, could take a look, but. Let's see. We're at five different picks now. Do I make it an even six? I will not. I will pick, be picking the Baltimore Ravens as well. I picked the Cowboys way too much this year. Way too much. It worked yeah. out for me. No, no it actually, it hasn't worked out for me yet. It worked out for the Vikings. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, that was the only time it has. So, <laughs> uh, give, me, give me the Ravens on Tuesday. Although, how about Dallas, though? Come in, they're going to get almost two weeks rest. Yeah, they're, they're coming rest. off a 12-day rest. Just not having offensive linemen um, as part of it. And then Mike McCarthy's play calling is another. I think if the Cowboys had Dak, you know, I'd really I, – I would pick the Cowboys. But not having Dak, I think, is a shot in the foot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, and, yeah, I mean – yeah, go ahead. Oh, you got it, man. You got this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was just gonna say five different picks this week. Uh oh, God, if I go if I go three and two, I pick up only one game. If I go four and one, I pick up three. So I probably have to go four and one, I would say to have yeah. a chance. I would yeah. Say, yeah, I mean what are we in? We're in week thirteen. Yeah, so after this week we have four weeks left. Yeah, definitely close. Going from Sundays to Saturdays, college football. Um, so let's talk about Michigan here. Michigan football has canceled its third game. All right, excuse me. has canceled their game versus Maryland. This is Maryland's third canceled game, um, for Saturday. Michigan, I believe it's the second. Uh, did you hear what Kirk Herbstreit said? Yeah, didn't he? He said, uh, he said Michigan canceled their game because they don't want to play Ohio State. Yeah, I, I can you, 
<laughs> number one is might be true. That's Jim Harbaugh saving his job at its finest. Um, not really. I mean, are we are we really surprised Kirk Herbstreit saying this? I mean, ex Ohio State alum. Yeah, that dude just will say whatever to get attention. Uh, shout out to you, Michigan. Shout out to you, man. I mean, well, I really be, do think Michigan. This, this could be this. This could be big though for Ohio State because if Ohio State doesn't mm-hmm. get this Michigan, they don't get to play Michigan, then they don't get to go to the Big Ten championship, and in all, in all likelihood, that they will not be making a college football playoff. So and I think to- I think that they would find someone to replace it. Um, and within conference, but I think Michigan is terrible. I mean, I really do. I think Michigan is an absolute joke of a football team. Um, I, I really, you know, I, I hate on Notre Dame and I, as they should been, you know, they should be hate on, but Michigan is terrible. Michigan has never been a very elite football team in my eyes. Um, and on top of that, it just seems like, you know, Jim Harbaugh is just on the very, very tip of the mountain, man. I mean, he is very close to falling over. I think Michigan is going to have to fire him after the season. I mean, he'll find somewhere else to go, but Michigan is bad. Let's play a little conspiracy time. Uh, I think Jim Harbaugh ends up on the Baltimore Ravens coaching staff next year, and it's coaching with his with his brother. Interesting to say that. I think Detroit Lions. Really? I think so. He Listen, he coached out in San Francisco. You know, I think he can do his own thing there. Um you know, he, he was successful at San Francisco. I mean, he led them to the Super Bowl for, you know, with Cap. I, I think he actually goes to the Lions if he doesn't. I think the Ravens are a possible suitor. But, yeah, yeah that'd, I mean. That'd be, that'd be interesting to see if, if, if that if that happens. But I, I well, think there's so, no so doubt in anybody's. I just want to say this real quick. Yeah. And I just want to throw it out there. There is not a single good team in Michigan. From Michigan to Michigan State, other Michigan State basketball, um, look at their Detroit Lions suck. Detroit Red Wings suck. Detroit Pistons suck. Detroit Tigers suck. That might be the worst state to live in right now in terms of sports. God, you're right. I mean, the only the only decent thing would probably be Michigan State basketball. If I if you had if you had to pick one, I mean that is that is terrible with colleges yeah. and pro sports. That is awful. They suck. And Michigan State hasn't been relevant in football in God only knows how long. And Michigan State's Cousins. also, yeah, well, yeah, right. Since Kirk Cousins, and then on top of that, Michigan State basketball have they even been to a national? They've been to the Final Four, but they haven't been to a national championship. They've been to a bunch of Final Fours, but they haven't won a national championship in twenty years. Yeah, I just moving on. Um, you know, we have as of right now, it's Thursday afternoon while we're recording. Only five games canceled this week. Uh, this weekend so far so good this is an improvement um but we also have sunday college football who's playing on sunday i believe it is washington state versus usc and let me pull it up it's i know it's washington state versus usc and let's see i'm curious the other it's it's a bunch of no ones i think it's like tolina like marshall Hey, don't don't disrespect the thundering herd. We are Marshall. Oh my God. Uh, no, no, no. It's well, Western Kentucky at Charlotte. Oh God. Conference yeah. USA, irrelevant conference. <laughs> Give shout us the top this, games of the week. A little shot at you. Um, yeah, I know so it was a shot at me. Thank you. Decent. Uh, <laughs> I would say, 
I would say a much better week of games. Uh, Shout out to College Game Day, who's going to Myrtle Beach for Coastal Carolina. That's where they will be this week. That's kind of fun. We'll get into that. But the big games of the week, uh, Ohio State at Michigan State, noon kickoff, Ohio State. They deserve. They they are one of the four best teams in the country. But if they don't, I mean, if they don't get to play a Big Ten championship game, they're not going to get in, which I would love to see. Um, Ohio State wins by a hundred thousand points. Uh, what do you think? Um, it depends what Michigan State team shows up. If it's the Michigan State team that shows up against Northwestern, I think Ohio State only wins by probably twenty points, which seems like a lot, but it's not. Uh, give me Ohio State. I think. They they deserve to be in the college football playoff. I think this year should have been expanded, though, because I think other teams should have been in it as well. Um, going down south, SEC matchup, Texas A&M at Auburn. Texas A&M number five in the country. Only losing to Florida. Auburn coming in. We'll see. Actually, Texas A&M beat Florida. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I think only losses that. to Bama. That's okay, why gotcha. I said two of the week. Yeah, Auburn, Auburn, you know, they're five and two on the year. Um, I got them over step, you know, over step in and beating Texas A&M. Me too. Auburn gets the win. Uh, some chaos in the college football playoff. Cincinnati will be in the college football playoff this year. Mark my words. So we'll get to that. But uh, a little big, big, little big 12 action. Iowa State making a little bit of a run now up to number nine in the college football playoff rankings. They were the big jumpers from a Tuesday show. Um Iowa State needs a lot of chaos to happen. They're probably the only shot, I would say, in the Big 12 to get in. I mean, Oklahoma's sitting at 11. You know, if they beat Oklahoma, I think that's a very reasonable game. I I mean, they beat Texas, who is ranked 22 at the time. They did beat Oklahoma earlier this year, right? Yeah, I think so. I just want to look at their schedule real quick um, and see. Because, you know, they start out the year losing to Louisiana, uh, Lafayette, and – I mean, it seems like, you know, from that point on, they've been very shaky. Yeah, so they lost to Louisiana Lafayette. They beat TCU. They beat Oklahoma. They beat Texas Tech. Then they go out in Stillwater, lose to Oklahoma State, who was ranked 15th at the time. And, you know, now they're on a four-game winning streak, beating Kansas, Kansas State, Baylor, and Texas. This is their last game of the season before anything. I, I don't think they get in. No, I mean they probably don't get in. Um, just with, we with how far how far back they are, we would need we would need absolute calamity. I think the only shot they would <laughs> calamity? have calamity. Yeah, calamity. There you go. Uh, there's your word of the day. Uh, for them to get in, this is what needs to happen. Cincinnati has to lose. If Cincinnati loses, they have no zero percent chance. Clemson loses again to Notre Dame, or and they lose. I think Clemson would have to lose a regular season and the ACC championship game. A and M and Florida both would have to lose out basically. And, yeah, that, that's a lot. Asking for a lot. It won't happen. But give me Iowa State winning against West Virginia. Old. Give us the next game, another Big Ten battle. Who would have thought game, this uh, would have been here? Yeah, really. I, Wisconsin, I mean, Wisconsin's always been a f- good football school. Yeah, but Indiana, sure. the, probably, the, probably the surprise team of the season. Nobody pretty saw Indiana being this good and this highly ranked. Um, uh, give me – Give me Wisconsin. I'm just going to – I think Wisconsin gets the win. They, they haven't played a lot of games, though, either. Nice. I, I definitely would have to agree with you there. I think Indiana is, you know, on paper they're the number 12 team ranked in the country. But that being said, um, you know, it's not like – you know, they lost their starting quarterback. Big loss. It's there. Give us, give, give us the next game. College football. 
playoffs could be impl- implicated based on this game. Yeah, so this was originally supposed to be Coastal Carolina against the uh, Fighting uh, Bibles of Liberty um, and the insurance company. Um, we got so we, but, Liberty, so Coastal Liberty. Car- <laughs> so Coastal Carolina getting the getting the game day uh, host. Um, here comes BYU swooping in. This really doesn't help BYU's case. I, I mean, yeah, if they win and beat them, yeah, it's a bit, it's a, another top twenty-five win. They need all the help they can get. The problem is they haven't played anybody this year, and it's just it's that's people yeah. want BYU to be higher, but I just I mean they haven't played anybody. And BYU doesn't get know, in the college football playoff because of that. Yeah, I mean they may not even get into a New Year's Six bowl game because of it, honestly. So who you got here? Because this, I mean, uh, I gotta show some love for my Chanticleers. Coastal Carolina wins. Yeah, I, I like their turf, uh, you know, in their field that they have there with the teal. Um, give me Coastal Carolina. BYU is a really good quarterback. Probably going to be a top five quarterback. Um, not top five. Is this name like, what's his, what's Zach his name? Is it Zach? Low? Yeah. Something like that. And then our other game of the week, heading down further south from South Carolina to Louisiana, Alabama, number one, going into Death Valley. Obviously, without the fans, it's not the same. Um, upset alert. No, you're joking. Upset alert. Put it on a piece of mail, stamp it, send it to the postal office, lick your chops, pick it up at the doorstep, and it's going to say LSU is going to win this game. Alabama falls. Mac Jones has two interceptions in this game. Alabama wins by 48 points. You're uh, crazy. You're talking crazy. Absolutely for- nuts. Dude, LSU is so bad this LSU year. They're two is and five, bad, right? But Ed Orjon, and you know, as part of that, part of it is, you know, they're gonna be at home. I think Alabama loses. I'm telling you, man, LSU is gonna win this football game. There's not Any, a chance they don't. There's actually several chances they don't. Okay, there's a 99 percent chance that they do, but they're they're in that one percent chance. Wow, that might be the upset of the of the whole sports season if that happens because LSU is just so bad this year. Alabama is going to probably win the championship. They're going to win out. How exciting. Um, we do got some underrated games of the week, though. Uh, uh, let's uh, – a little Friday night sunbelt action uh, at uh, App State. Louisiana Lafayette at App State. They're number 25. Another uh, upset. App State, give it to me. Give me App State all day. They beat Michigan. Michigan sucks. Uh, App State all the way. <laughs> They beat him in 2007. Um, yeah, that was – Jesus, that was yeah, here's, years ago. Your next one. Here's your, here's your next one, Hook'em Horns. Hook'em Horns, baby. Texas at Kansas State. Texas loses again. Sam Ellinger's last time in a college football uniform, uh, most likely. I mean, we'll probably get a bowl game, so there's that. But, yeah, we, we ain't having an impressive season. Texas is not back confirmed. I'm protesting this game. I'm not picking. I don't like either teams. <laughs> That's because – well, that's not true. I was going to say Kansas hasn't beaten Texas in like 30 years, but they beat them two years ago, so. Oh, uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, fair enough. And then going and keeping in the state of Texas, Houston at SMU. Always a fun game to watch between these two pals. Um, Houston and Dallas. Uh, give me SMU here. That's it. Yeah, those are underrated but, games. But before you get to college basketball, just also just throwing this in there because I have to say it, Syracuse at number two Notre Dame. Notre Dame is going to lose to Syracuse, who is 1-9, but they're still going to lose. Um, Rudy is a terrible athlete. It was an absolute hoax, kids. Uh, in real life, he would have never been on a Notre Dame football team. 
absolute truth. Syracuse comes in, beats Notre Dame. But you do know it, this, the movie's based on a true story, right? He actually was on the Notre Dame football team. Yeah, and he also sucked. Okay. He was a so terrible you have, player. You have, you have Alabama and Notre Dame losing this week. God, you are. That would be, I, that would, that would be something. Number one and number two go down. <laughs> boy, you are, you are on something today, pal. Um, so going from our college football to college basketball, an exciting week. Uh, just a little bit of a recap of some of the, of some of the games we have had this week. A Champions Classic was on Tuesday. Michigan State and Kansas both getting big wins against Kentucky and Duke. Uh, both kind of ugly games. If I watched both of them, especially the Kansas Kentucky game, I mean, it was it made me want to throw off. It was so ugly. Uh, both teams played like crap. Um, yeah, and, I mean, all it was was like bricks on bricks on bricks. Yeah, we you had, hear rappers out there. You're like bricks on bricks on bricks, and now Kentucky and Kansas was listening to them because it was just bricks on bricks on bricks. Yeah, shout out to Kansas for shooting 30% and still winning. I don't think I've ever seen that. Um, and then Jimmy V Classic was on Wednesday. We had Gonzaga beat West Virginia. Uh, Gonzaga continues to look incredibly impressive. And then Baylor beating Illinois, um, the top five matchup. I didn't watch much of that game, but from what I saw, Baylor looks good. We'll preview those games. But I like this new segment you introduced, Ridiculous Scores of the Week, and they all come from one college. Well, we have a few from some other ones. Uh, yes. I'll go into the one from the one college, but you talk about the, these other schools that have had some crazy scores. Yeah. Um, shout out to Bradley who beat Judson College. Where is that? I have to look that up now. Um, it's in Marion, Alabama. Judson College lost to Bradley 105 to 32. Not impressive. Great showing. Man. You Great put up showing. 32 uh, points. Holy. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm looking this up. Judson College is a private Baptist women's college. They play the women's... <laughs> no way. If this is the case... There's on, no Judson way. College, Judson College Eagles. Hold on, let's... Maybe there's two Judson Colleges. It has to be, right? Just Judson like a College brown. Athletics. Oh, here, Judson College Men's Basketball. Judson University. Oh, okay, here it is. Judson University. Where is Judson University? Oh, we got to look this up. Oh, it's in El- Elgin, Illinois. All right, so Bradley beat Judson University in Elgin, Illinois, 105-32. to 32. And then you got to talk about this one, Greenville. I think we should end with Greenville. And, and we got to talk about this Dallas Christian school who lost by over 100 points. I can't stop laughing at McNeese State beating them. Uh, what was the final score, Sam? Uh, well... Wait, for which one? Which one are we talking uh, about? McNeese State. Oh, my God, dude. Christian. I see it. I don't know why. I just missed it. McNeese beat Dallas Christian by 103 points. 140 to 37. How do you allow 140 points? And then how the hell does McNeese allow 37 points? What? What? Who? I think we – I think I'll – I think we're going to top this with probably the, the feel-good story of the week. Uh, Greenville College, I believe they're in let's – see, where, let's see where Greenville is on the map. They must be in North Carolina. Greenville College is in Greenville, Illinois. Completely wrong. Um, so, so Greenville College in Illinois, so they have decided to play a completely new style of basketball where they cherry-pick, launch threes, and give up easy layups from what I heard. So we're going to go through their first four games and just – Folks, listen to these final scores. They played Samford, 
lost 174 to 99. Uh, next game, best defensive showing in the season, only putting, only allowing 138 points to UMKC and, and had a weak offensive game at 97. Um, not a great rebound, not a great game here. Murray State losing 173 to 95, and by far their worst defensive showing uh, to Illinois State losing 177 to 108. They did put over. Can I can I can I throw this in there? I I'm yeah. on the Greenville's website right now. And the headline is men's basketball surpasses a hundred points and loss at Illinois State. <laughs> it's like congrats, you lost by a hundred. You lost, you did put up a hundred, but you almost gave up to almost two hundred. So literally, stats. this is like the NBA All Star game kind of shit. I want to I want to know everything about this school and just be I want to be a fan <laughs> of them. I am I am a Greenville College fan now. Yeah, how can you not be? It's like when you were the New Jersey Tech fan, oh, and now oh yeah, I'm still I'm still on New Jersey Tech. We. <laughs> We're looking at a good season. They're on, they're on, they haven't started because of COVID. But. Yo, imagine if Greenville played like a team like Kansas or a team like Duke. Like they would lose by 150 points. Could you imagine that? I mean, like imagine if they played West Virginia, who just full court press the entire game. There's no cherry picking there. That would be insane. But uh, going into some real colleges who have actually played real games and looking ahead <laughs> to this weekend's this weekend's games, we are we are Greenville College fans, though. We are that is our official that is going to be our team we root for on this podcast. Um, just just first week wrap up. I I think there's there's no doubt it's going to be a crazy season with lots of upsets, just unusual circumstances. Um, I would say there's a two hole two-horse race so far with Gonzaga and Baylor, and I'm going to get into that because this Saturday, Gonzaga actually will play Baylor on, on Saturday at 1 o'clock. Um, I'm going to pick Gonzaga to win this game. I think Gonzaga just they're, – they're so good. And just – I mean, their offense is unbelievable. I don't watch college basketball until March, in all honesty. Um, uh, in this case, so, give me Gonzaga because they have a, a Z in their name. Pick a team. But. I, I mean, I'm picking. It's just I couldn't tell you. Give me Gonzaga yeah. because they have a Z in their name. Like, I don't know. I like the Z, the letter Z. Um, and then going into our next our next games for the week, some decent games this weekend. Uh, number four, Wisconsin traveling to Marquette. Give me Wisconsin here on Friday night. They get the win. Um, underrated game. I threw this one in there for you, pal. Uh, SMU at Dayton. I know who, you, who you're picking because you're a Dayton fan. Uh, yeah, I'm a fan of both teams, but give me SMU here um, in the upset. I love my Dayton, man. There's nothing like Dayton. If I could go there, I would. Um, I bet it really is a phenomenal school. Just no, disres- no disrespect to Dayton. I've been through there a few times. It's basically the most average American town you can think of. I couldn't even tell you where Dayton is. Is in Dayton, Ohio? It's in, yeah, it it's in, it's in Ohio, yeah. Dayton, Ohio College. Um, Hey, but they have a sick they have a sick mascot, the Dayton Flyers. Yeah, aviation. We love that. <laughs> um, going into a few games on Sunday, uh, this this Big Twelve team is very good this year with Texas. Um, Jobs they have Andrew Jones, who who, who uh, if you remember, he had cancer. Uh, I forget what kind of cancer he had, but I know he, he was he was battling cancer. But he's back with the team this year, and he's a starter. So cool for him. Texas winning the Maui Invitational this year in North Carolina. They play Villanova. I'm going to go Texas here. Texas is good. Well, what was the tournament? Um, there was a tournament where it was like the winner of the uh, NCAA National Championship came from like this tournament. Was it – it was either in Florida or like Puerto Rico. 
I'm not sure. Like, Maui Invitational. Last... I know yeah. Maui Invitational's had a few ch- national champions like the same year. No, Texas will not win the championship this year, but that, that's what you're asking. Texas is going to win the championship this year, man. No, they won't. What, um, what, year other... they, what year did UVA win the national champion? It was 2018, right? Yeah. Continue. Uh, wrapping up with the other games, uh, <laughs> Xavier at Cincinnati. I threw this one in there because they had probably the, one of the, the best college basketball fight of all time a few years back in this rivalry. Uh, just a little side note there, both undefeated. I think I would probably say put my money on Cincinnati winning. Cincinnati, great sports here for them, except for the Bengals. Um, and then wrapping up, we got West Virginia at Georgetown. Um, Georgetown, who's their coach? God, they just hired they – they have somebody uh, – they don't have Paul Thompson anymore. Georgetown? Georgetown basketball. Yeah, it's the Patrick name is Ewing. Patrick Ewing, yeah, it's, the name slipped my mind. Um, hey, West Virginia it's, gets the battle first. for Atlantis. Oh, yeah. If you win the battle for yeah. Atlantis, you win the national championship. Well, it was canceled this year, so. Oh, well. Texas Nobody won. Win. I guess we'll have two, <laughs> two straight years with no champion. But those are the college basketball games of the week. As always, you know, if you want to listen to me, if you want to throw some money on these teams, why not? It's probably the most, the hardest sport to gamble on. So I, w- I would not recommend it. But we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, we got some. We got some big NBA news, though. Go ahead, Rose. Yeah, NBA news. Just a, just a simple trade for us. You know, we're about 19 days from the season now. John Wall in the first round. Well, the Wizards' first round pick again sent to Houston or Huston um, for all you grammar nerds out there and people that like to uh, say things correctly for Russell, Russell Westbrook. So Westbrook is going to be on the Wizards now. John Wall in a first rounder go down to Huston. Um, who do you think won this trade? I, I, I got to give it I to... I would say... I'm well, going to Wizards. I think Houston. And so here's why, right? Russell Westbrook is not a very dynamic shooter. Um, you know, he has Bradley Beal there. You know, something that uh, I think worked out for him really, really well in Oklahoma City was that he had a big man in Steven Adams. And, I mean, it doesn't seem like the Wizards really have a big man. Um, I, I think, you know, Wall is a better player than Westbrook. That's probably a hot take here. But I think that first-round pick sets him over the edge. Yeah, I just like to do it with Westbrook and Bradley Beal. I think I think Beal can help Westbrook feel younger again. You know, he's obviously on the back nine of his career up in the NBA. Um, he's not the he's not the point guard he once was. I think he could get a resurgence here in DC. And the Wizards, I mean, this is just a good. I mean, you got two superstars now in Washington, which is, I mean, the Wizards have not been a great franchise in their basically in their entire history. So yeah. I like this trade. And then with Houston, they they want to deal James Harden out of there, so there's now no guarantee. I mean, I think he'll he'll start the season with Houston, but he may not necessarily end the season with Houston. Yeah, um, I think that's bold. Who knows? Um, I also kind of cool that him and Boogie get to team up again, teammates in Kentucky. True. They're going to be on the Houston Rock. Going to be at the Houston Rockets together. Very happy. I give the slight edge to the Wizards, though. I both. Te- I mean, both. I don't really think there's any losers on this on this trade, to be honest. You know, I want to actually look at that. So, if you guys go to the NBA trade machine on ESPN. Um, you can see what the differential is going to be. I'm just, I'm just curious here. Um, I, I mean, it just depends. So, so according to this, let's find Huston or Houston for you grammar nerds. Um, Russell Westbrook and John Wall. 
And can I not throw on a first round pick in there? I cannot. So let's just hit try this trade. Yeah, so I mean, it really says that this this right here is that you have not affected the winning percentage of this team. So it doesn't seem like it makes a huge impact in terms of win or losses. Um, you think you think the Wizards are a playoff team though with this trade? You think they get get in the playoffs with Westbrook and Beal? Yeah, yeah, I think for sure. I mean, we we've talked about it. The East is pretty, um, you know, weak compared to the West. I still don't think Houston. I think if Houston makes playoffs this year, it's like at a seven or eight seed. I would have to agree with you. Uh, I mean, once you get in the East, it's like there's five pretty good teams that can compete. And then, like, once you get down to, like, the six, seven seed, mm -hmm. you know, it, you're not really getting a lot of great teams. But, you know, big, big, uh, big trade, big trade uh, a few days ago with with this uh, coming out on Wednesday. So, yeah, for sure. I'm excited. We got 19 days until, uh, until I almost said the Christmas season. But, you know, hey, we're going to get Christmas. And the NBA Christmas stuff schedule dropped, too. Yeah, I mean, Hallmark, man, 25 days of Christmas. There you go. Just throwing it out there. Going from NBA to our picks of the week, as always, do not listen to our gambling advice. Unless if it's Espen's over or under, um, the dude's a dog at that. Um, if you're going to play parlay with these six picks, um, I do not recommend it. You will probably lose, but that's okay. Uh, give me your first pick of the week. I see you have a big game. Yeah, number one versus number two in college basketball. You don't get to see this very often. I just wanted to put this on there. Baylor, four and a half point dogs. Um, I think they cover. I think this is going to be such a back-and-forth game. I think Gonzaga sneaks it out, wins by two. But if you want to make some money, I think this is I think this is a spread you got to take. Baylor is going to keep it very close. Uh, it's going to be a one-possession game for most of the game, I believe. Baylor covers. What's your name? I think for college basketball, I mean, even in the NBA, you know, when a team is up, say, say Gonzaga's up by three, Baylor's usually fouling, and then you get all the free throws and stuff. I mean, it really is. One or two-point games are based off of, um, you know, just throwing it up and trying to hit the game winner. But that's that. My first game, Giants at Seahawks. Seahawks a 10-point favorite. I said this earlier. I think it's going to be a super close game. I still think that. I think Giants cover the spread. I think the Seahawks win between four to six points. I like, I like that pick. I think it's close, too. Um, I threw in this one, too. Just fun, fun little matchup here in college football. BYU at Coastal Carolina. Uh, here we go. Over under. The overs are back for me. Over 61 points. Uh, BYU has an incredible offense with Zach Lowe. Coastal Carolina, great offense. 48-44 uh, to 44 is the final score. So, I think they hit the – they may hit the over in the first half, to be honest. Hold. Um I guess I'll, you know, I'll go to my over or under here is number 15, Oklahoma State at TCU. 51 and a half points is the over under is what it's set at. I mean, it's Big 12 football, man. Yeah, yeah, there's, mean, there's no such thing as a Big 12 game with under combined 30 points. You must really hate your life if you, if you bet unders in Big 12 football. Like, you, just, <laughs> I, don't, I you think, just don't like – I just imagine you don't like to have fun. I think the score of this game is going to be 38 to 24. Four. And I think that's being generous, generous, generous. I mean, honestly, one of these teams could hit the over-under themselves with how the Big 12 is. <laughs> Oklahoma State scores 52 points. Um, but my final, my final bet of this week, NFL, um, I didn't think I would actually, I actually didn't think I would pick this team. I just said Jack's cover, but giving them outrights. I think they cover, not only do they cover, they win the game. Like I said earlier in my picks, they beat the Vikings. Uh, ten. Even if even if they don't, even if they don't win, I think ten is way too much for Minnesota. That's bold, man. 
Um, my, my basketball pick of the week is Wisconsin number four at Marquette. Wisconsin's an eight and a half point favorite. I think Marquette not only covers the spread, I think they win the game outright. That being said, I'm not a huge college basketball fan. Well, not even on. I don't watch a lot of college basketball, so I could totally be wrong about this. So kids don't listen to us. Well, listen to me for college basketball news, but don't don't take my don't take my gambling advice when it comes to anything. So unless it's a Rodgers, but that wraps up that wraps up the episode for us. Uh, As always, follow us on Twitter at t underscore a underscore b sports. Getting those polls out there, getting our followers up. You know where. Building the brands, you got some big things coming up for for our listeners uh, these next few weeks. We're gonna be working on so a little teaser there. I'll try and get some interviews on, we'll work on that as well. But uh, good to see we're growing the brand. Uh, it was happy to see that we have we have looks like we have a loyal following in Seattle from what I saw on our geographic uh, picks. Just throwing that out there, my app watched at sixty nine percent. I felt like it was needed. Uh, but yeah, shout out to you, Seattle. Um, wonderful city, wonderful people. Pike's Fish Market, nothing like it. Your Seattle football team sucks. Uh, your Seattle basketball team, haha, no longer in existence. Um, that being said, you guys. You know, we're trying to keep the, you, we're trying to keep them as listeners, right? Like we want to keep. Them oh, as right, Seattle, you have a great football team. Your basketball team should come back. Your baseball team, the Mariners are the best team in the world. You guys have the most wins in one season, and you are a phenomenal soccer city. Oh, also your your hockey team, the Seattle Kraken, it's going to be cranking at the stadiums because you guys are so phenomenal. <laughs> you guys go ahead and take care. Follow us on Twitter, T underscore A underscore G sports, um, polls, tweets, retweets, comments, and everything in and or between as well. Yeah, check us out on Google, Spotify, Apple, also any, any other kind of streaming platform, whatnot, we're on there. So, yeah, have a good weekend, Sam, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll enjoy the sports for the weekend. All right, you take care, man. See you later.